gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Excuse me, Mrs. Brinks? Yes, Nanette? Are you waiting to receive my limp podcast? In the name of progress. That's what the Warhammer people said, yeah? Yeah. Did they? Is no. that the Space Marines? No, I swear no. to Space Marines. Right. Who said in the name of progress? I guarantee you it was not in Warhammer 40k. Someone. If I pull up an article. Yeah, it's an article about it. In the name of progress. Meaning. What? What does in the... Why does... What do you mean? What does it mean? What do you mean? What does it mean? It's I, I, It's pretty self-explanatory. What does in... What does in the name of progress mean? According to, to this... Uh, a moving or going forward... Proceeding onwards or advance, the growth of an animal part is increase. The business of any kind, in knowledge and proficiency, the progress of a not. That's people are wondering what the name, what in the name of progress means. It means the ends justify the means. Simple as well, that. It's basically you're doing something to progress. Yeah. It's like, why did you cave his head in with a baseball bat in the name of progress? So why <laughs> did you him- throw her off a skyscraper in the name of progress? I think the better question is, why would that help progress? Yeah. I mean, it's, like... It's not so much it's- helping something advance. It's like you're more removing an obstacle. So, and tell yeah. me that does not sound like Warhammer stuff to you. Well, it's not. Why did you... Why, no did, you, why <laughs> did you smash her head in, Commissar? Oh, it's in the name of progress. No, it's fucking do Over your progress. <laughs> it's do your duty, commissar, and he just shoots one of his men. Yeah, all in the name of progress. It's not the name of progress. It's all yes, the name it of a fucking bayonet charge. No, because bayonet charge is not progress. That's just moving forward, and forward can't be stopped. It can if you've got enough artillery. No, that's called what? No, yeah, okay, that's the dead man's zone, isn't it? Hmm. Fucking it's love no dead man's, man's land, zone. not dead man's zone. Oh, fucking whatever. <laughs> Alright? I don't I don't fuck it. I've just spent the last minute going who said in the name of progress. Yeah, before that you spent the last three days crying over someone uh, the ending of Valkyria Chronicles One. I didn't I it wasn't crying. I was it was like joy. It was like joy tears. tears. Of joy. It was probably joy play tears. That game. Yeah, you should. You sh- well that's that's the one thing I dislike about Valkyria Chronicles is uh the mere fact that one in four are the most readily available games and two and three, two being on the PSP and three being on the PSP, but only in Japanese, which people have fan translated back, but you need a modified console to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, number two and three. It, are, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense though that like one was a worldwide release, two and three were Japan only. And then four went for another worldwide two, release. Two wasn't Japan only. Two wasn't Japan only. Only three was. Oh, only three was Japan only. Right. Two but was only on uh, handheld. They they said they needed. Well, they didn't need it, but they said they wanted to uh, not localize it unless there was justification to do it. Unless there was like a profit to be made. 
mm. in which at the end of the day they're a business yeah so if there's but, no profit to be made they're not going to do it obviously they didn't see a profit to be made although why did they go ahead and do it with the fourth one though uh, was there we, suddenly a profit to be made maybe do introductions about- that's what I was about to do. <laughs> hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to SV Cheats One podcast about gaming and gaming related since I'm your Chris, and with me, I have me, Alex, and with us, we have Jaden. I'm here too, as per normal. He's, you should be. She should be. You're here free. That's grammatically <laughs> incorrect. Get on with it. You can tell I've been sleep deprived. You can just tell. <laughs> I'll be hi. I am your host, Chris. Uh, no, I wait. We just did I'm that. I'm here. I'm here. One. No, it doesn't make sense. And when Alex says I'm here too, you know, like oh, just fucking, I'll drop it. Anyway, um, hello, yes, and welcome to us. We've been uh, discussing for far too long about the upsets of Valkyrie Chronicles, but we'll get back to that later. But other than that, I want to hear about your week, Jaden. Tell me about your... Tell me your feelings. Hmm. What have I done this week? Pretty normal. You know, a few days of being away gardening, doing some D&D. Um, it's pretty much it. I haven't really been playing many games. We've been getting back into Four Honor again. Guy. Yeah, I noticed you and Alex are uh, picking up For Honor a lot more often. Mm. Ever since they went free to play, even well, free for a time being, even though you already own the game. It's more just re remember. That's it. why. That's why. You just want the newbies. It's more. more I just re remembered it personally. Well, I saw Alex and Josh <laughs> playing it. Went, yeah, I played it. And I know Alex like- wants the newbies. Fun. No, well, it, it, it always more, tends to be the half and half. You sit there and go, "Oh, cool! There's these two noobs," and then that one renowned 295 guy, which is probably the one that got them into this. It's like so. so the, it's like you, then you're doing this cat and mouse game of just trying to avoid the good player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, don't you need to kill. No, you don't need to kill all of them. No, you just, you need, just to need to kill. run in circles, avoiding the good player and making sure you're holding the points. Because I would say, like, the new players are being a double-edged sword because you'll have them on your team as well as the enemy team. Yeah. But if you're in a party of three, then you, you completely eliminate that situation altogether and you just play against the new people. But yeah, if you're mostly. in a party of three, I can only imagine they would match you up with people of the same skill level. No, there's no skill-based matchmaking. No, there is, but it's pretty approximate. Like, the, the player base yeah, yeah. isn't huge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As well, in, when you mean approximate, what I mean, mean like we do get matched with people pretty who loose. have like prestige one hundred and sixty-five, and we're just me and Jaden, and we're both around prestige thirty each. You know, it, I mean, it, I, I, it's I, pretty I, loose. I said we'll just to, leave it like that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fast and loose. But as I said to Alex, I'm I've been meaning to get into Fort Honor, but I just can't. I, it's it is a mixture of I've got this to play as well as. I kind of can't be bothered because yeah. as I said, it, it's I've pretty much given up on a competitive like online multiplayer games for a bit now and just sort of focusing on the like the solo single player games that I've been getting mm. and I, I, as I, I love a good story and that sort of stuff and it, it leaves me with good experiences but at the same time I also do like the longevity of competitive multiplayers it's always something to learn always something to improve on 
at the same time. It is the most frustrating experience you could have. Trying to learn. No, not trying to learn. Just, just dealing with mind. other people. It's yeah. just dealing with other people, which becomes an issue. That That is, yeah. Mm. So, like, if I was to do with, like, one-on-one stuff, then that will focus solely on on me and which is that eliminates that issue but at the same time i need to go through the whole process of learning like all the mechanics to the game all the champions and what they're about etc etc and it's just not something i can do right now yeah well i'm just too busy too busy a man and and but i'm not too busy to uh, infuriate myself when it comes to watching certain movies as a oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was such an experience <laughs> but we'll go on that in a bit so what else have you done this week Jaden? that's about it that's about it all right what about you alex how you been well as uh Jaden covered it i've also been getting into for honor like i've been playing i play it on and doing? off well, it's not, it's not all I've been doing, but it's, it's one of the primary things I've been doing. Because when, mm. they, when they go free to play, I'm just like, hey, yay, now I can have sub 20 minute queue times. Oh, okay. Cause yeah, yeah. No, I, I never really thought of that. It's like, hey, look, the play base isn't there until it goes free. And then it's like yeah. everyone's, a whole bunch of people are playing, which then, you know, your queue times are a lot shorter and yeah. you can get more games in. Yeah. So that's. That's that's what I like about when it goes free to play. Other than that, I've been getting back into Magic the Gathering Arena. Mm. That's been fun. 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 Are we talking like air quotes fun? Yeah, definitely uh air quote very air quotes fun. Because like as, now, as how we many air quotes we talk how many air quotes we're talking? We're talking just Look, if one we put pair? any more fucking air quotes in this thing, I'm pretty sure you could paraphrase it. Like you could actually you could use the quotation of fun as a scientific reference in an essay for your university if we would put any more fucking quotes around fun well like, as, as we were, referencing yeah you could you could harvest reference the amount of fucking fun quotes there are harvest, like, as we would do harvest what are we yeah. some fucking children of the corn yep because like, as we were discussing before uh card games are not strategy games yes so they're just gotcha with extra steps Oh, all right. So the one thing I was discussing with Alex before is that I do not believe there is much strategy in card games when it comes to actual play. Like all the strategy is done before the actual card game. And then a small percent of that strategy is then implemented into that game because obviously you will have a strategy in mind. And the only strategy that will come from in-game play is in reaction to what the enemy does into action yeah. to reaction to what the other players don't so the other player cast something you can't just bang your head against a fucking thing and go out smashing the same strategy that you're planning to do because it's kind of like builds in league of legends every scenario is different but yeah. then you have people who just build fucking six bf swords because you know it won them a game once and they just don't adapt yeah but that's it. It, it it literally comes up to you know rngs rngs is the sense from the heaven to take the wheel and place those cards in your hand and he's gonna give you nothing but land cards but you gotta thank him for it yeah or, or he could also never give you a land card and you gotta thank him for that too because he came down at least 
Yeah. But um, at least he showed up and gave you something. So you can have like the most foolproof strategy, but if you do not draw those cards, then it's not that strategy. strategy is is pissing in the wind. Yeah. It's it's, and that's the one thing that like, like I do you also like. Gotta have the land to pay for that strategy as well. It's like I do like land, like land, fucking um, <laughs> card games, but at the same time. They are not something I would do so competitively purely because it's all up to chance on what comes out. Yeah. And that's the issue I have with the game is it's always chance how it comes out. And as the strategy happens, like 90% of the strategy happens while making the deck and then 10% of that strategy gets used in retaliation to what the other player is doing. And you're just hoping, like you can have a strategy. You go, okay, he's doing this. I need to do this now, and that's the extent of strategy. I need to do this now. I hope I fucking pull it, because if I don't, then I'm fucked. But that's that's the extent of the. That's probably the most strategic thing you can do in a active game. Is go, ah. Oh, He's done this. I need to do this now. And then it's just fucking drawing cards, brain dead sort of gameplay system. So, like, Magic the Gathering obviously has been around. It's definitely a popular game, but I had the feeling I could talk to any, like, high-level Magic the Gathering person and go, like, hey, how much of the game is RNG and how much of it's strategy? probably like 75 percent rng and like 25 yeah it would, it would come down to like a, a large portion well that's not what a, a large majority. part of the skill of card games is is correctly building out your deck to be able to midgetate or stack that in your favor yeah i say like all the strategy happens before the game a lot there of is almost yes. yeah whereas when you're playing the game you're pretty much just doing reaction to what they're doing which is like, okay, it's either, hey, I didn't plan for this pregame or I could probably work around this. But then every, like even the other guys pulling cards from the fucking deck of random. Yeah, this entire, this entire um, scenario is entirely dependent that the other person's going to do exactly what you want to do. It's not, oh, I play out this card here, which will instantly win me the fucking game. Ah, yes, but I have counter target card. It's like when you like play out fantasies in your head and it's like, oh man, what if this happened? And it just, that's where it stays. It's like, man, if only he would just do this move and then I could do that move and win. Yeah, and then it's he all, doesn't it's all do that fucking, move and you're like, shit, I'm fucked. I'm fucked, man. He didn't do that move. I guess I'll just die. Hmm. Just guess I'll die. It's got to be fucking rough in the Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. world. Your life is literally up in the RNGs' hand. Unless your name is Yugi, then you can just transform into an Egyptian pharaoh. Yugi has a symbiotic and quite honestly a sexual link <laughs> with his deck. <laughs> it's just like, he believes in the heart of the cards. A little he, too much. <laughs> a little too much. Like that dark magician, fucking his dark magician, gets a little too much work, if you know what I'm saying. There like, was a... Uh, animation on YouTube that was I'll see I'll see if I could find it again so I could actually credit the um 
because uh, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! depends yeah, on Dark Pirate. Magician a little too much. Like, yeah. he's not even that good of a card. He's just, you know, got some okay stats. But then, like, obviously with the anime series and all that sort of shit, like, they have to believe in the heart of the cards and they just happen to pull the fucking right card. I yeah. guarantee you someone's probably lost their shit thinking they need to do the same to which they just pulled out like a fucking land card and just, just fucking thrown their deck to the ground screaming in the most fucking mouth-frothing pit there is and then just saying how trash the game is. I'm not saying the games are trash. I'm saying uh, they're not as skillful as I've seen some people try to make them out to be. It's, it's nice when you pull off those long chain combos, but you, you're not going to pull them off and consistently. Then, no, like, that's not even the end of the RNG extent because you have to get these cards first. Oh, yeah. You, you have like, to get your win condition before your opponent gets their win condition. No, no, no. You have to acquire these cards. Like, oh, unless yeah. you, you go you out buy, finding a way to buy cards. the individual cards, you are buying packs in hopes to get good cards. Well, yeah, you can buy singles. There are lots of good card game stores around that will uh, buy and sell you singles, and you can buy and sell singles online. Yeah, but then it comes down to how much you... You are literally paying to win. Yeah. Card games are the first instance of gacha games. Are they really, though? Yes, because you're, buy- you're, you're rolling... Instead of instead of like you know rolling in game, you're buying a pack. Yeah, but I, I got the feeling there's there's games that have been around before card games that have been the the uh, pinnacle of gacha games just in like well, another. Yeah, form. they probably they probably would have been. That's gambling. <laughs> gambling reason. was the fucking card game. Gambling was the gacha before card games were the gacha. And them now, damn yeah, the them damn engines inventing Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I'm sure that's how it happened. Uh, actually, 100%. 100%, that's how it happened. No, give, so, giving, giving the uh, political inc- uh, inclinations of Wizards of the Coast, they'll probably come out with some bullshit like that. Oh, man, I've seen nothing but negativity coming from Wizards of the Coast lately. Oh, yeah. Did you see the whole fact? It's like, hey, look, we don't need any... Oh, no, we need, like, Wizards of the Coast staff for something can't remember exactly what but the tagline was um white men cis, need not apply. cis white males need not apply yeah. like all right you can be fucking like strict with your hiring thing sure but not only are you attacking like just white not males, only are you being overtly racist and sexist you you just go like if you fuck the opposite sex, ah uh, ah, uh, you cannot acquire for this job. I would have thought, hey, you have sex? No, you can't work here. <laughs> like, you, actually, you, um, you got a handy yeah. from six from Cindy in the twelfth grade? Nah, you do not qualify <laughs> for Magic the Gathering. <laughs> uh, to actually uh, get a little bit of a uh, legalness here, in case any of our listeners were wondering, well, that can't be a, a fucking legal. Well, you're right, it isn't. That's actually a class nine lawsuit. Um, yeah, but that they're sitting do you on right honest, there. Do you honestly think these people are smart enough to see this? No. Do you think they're smart enough to go, oh, we should probably shouldn't put this out because that's a class 
nine action lawsuit. Well, they they better hurry up and uh, quit doing that shit because several universities have actually been taken to the high court uh, under class nine discriminatory lawsuits for offering preferential treatment to women in STEM fields. Yeah, that's the one thing I don't understand. Like, I can I, I can see them trying to encourage women to get into STEM fields, but to go, hey, look. We're going to change. We're going to pad the stats a little bit so you can get in. Yeah, but does does that would just? It's the same thing. Like over in Australia, we had a fucking I can't remember the name of the publication. We had one publication, big publications like advertisers or something. Going, we are getting close to having fifty percent women in uh, the police force. I went, all right. So what's are you hiring women based off? Are you going, hey, we need to fill the quota? Or, hey, we want, like, you know, more women to fill out more jobs in the police force? Because there's your quota in which, hey, we want women to apply for the police force so we can show how fucking diverse we are. And then you you put women in a situation in which they're not capable of. Because being a police officer, it, it, I do I severely doubt it is easy. It's not cozy. It really so if you got a fucking coked up guy that you come across... Oh, this is Australia. Hang on. Iced up guy. An iced up guy mm. in South Australia. <laughs> You're also <laughs> from Melbourne as well. No, that's the African gangs, remember? Oh, we got both here. Iced up African gangs. Well, apparently uh, South Australia is the ice capital of Australia. So, uh... Go team. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But if you have like these drugged up individuals trying to take on like women, it's women like, I'm not saying women are weak. I'm saying the cops, the women cops I've seen, I'm taller and bigger than them. Like obviously I'm bigger than them, but I'm taller than them. And I'm like five foot six. (laughs) They're, they're not, they're not I, threatening anyone. They they are literally like close to a foot shorter than me. And I'm like, if some guy can pick you up and take you home <laughs> if he wanted to. <laughs> like I I'm not saying women can't do it. I'm saying the women they're putting in these positions look like they cannot do it. <laughs> like come to a situation where like they have to deal with a, like a domestic or something like that. They would have to resort to like the tasers and shit like that. And it really comes down to like the one scenario that someone put towards me. is like, if you have a female uh, patrol go out to a domestic, uh, domestic abuse thing. And then the guy is, he's, he's not exactly resisting arrest, but he's not like, this, cooperating well he's not cooperating so like some apparently they're used they're trained to use their tasers in those situations and which depending on the situation you could say it's an excessive force mm. and then they can go to court for that and I'm like that I haven't seen that scenario but I can f- imagine that scenario going down yeah but mm. also with the tasers themselves like if uh, the not guy, foolproof. If, if, yeah, they're not foolproof. Like I've seen people walk off tasers, multiple tasers. 
I, I love those videos of like you see like the guy just sitting there almost minding his own business with cops like fucking pointing tasers at him they start shooting tasers at him he's like the fuck are you doing <laughs> you best cut that shit right now <laughs> like uh, literally uh, not even a change in facial expression other than like you actually did that you motherfucker uh, a slightly unrelated note but mm? have you guys seen atomic blonde movie that came out no. two years ago i have it's, seen the trailer for it it's like a um a spy movie set in berlin around when the berlin wall came down yeah mm-hmm. uh charlie theron as the lead actor firstly it was really fucking good i really enjoyed it but the reason i'm bringing it up here is it it had realistic fights in the way that it's actually showing how a 150 pound woman could through technique and skill take down a 180 pound man and actually showcase the difference that fighting someone bigger than you actually makes a pretty fucking big difference yeah yeah it's like because fighting someone bigger than you in technique doesn't mean like size doesn't mean a thing because i've seen plenty of times like look at me for example i've like won every single fight in my primary to high school life and i'm small but everyone who was bigger than me but i still beat the shit out of them yeah it's all about uh, that's but, not really technique that's me more going swinging but when you sure, come down my to my point is more more entrained fighters or mm. people that are actually willing to fight like because in a lot of like you're saying, school situations. Sure, people are willing to fight, but once they get punched in the face or punched in the chest pretty hard, they're like, all right, fucking, I'm out. Mm. But when you've got two people that are actually willing to fight, and in a lot of action spy movies, to fight to the death, because, you know, soldiers and shit. Yeah. Mm. That's just putting a really makes funny a image big in my head. Difference. Anyway. I'm just like. A, a female cop kitted to the nines literally going kung fu on a guy because <laughs> that is that is like very encumbering gear they've got they've got like a belt like a fucking what's his name uh inspector gadget belt and then they've got like vest shit with all, like obviously they gotta wear all this stuff but fuck man just imagine someone in all that kit and caboodle just flying around that that that's made my day a little bit just, but just I'll tell you about my week. <laughs> my week, I've actually had a quite adventurous week when it comes to media. Mm-hmm. It involves... Uh, so I'll start off with The Short Stick, and that is uh, mm-hmm. Valkyria Chronicles. I finished Valkyria Chronicles 1. My, that is quite a fun game, to a degree. So I love the ending. I talked about like how I really liked metro 2033's ending and resistance to ending i really liked the ending to valkyria chronicles that was very it was very humble and it wasn't like a like i'm not going to spoil it for anyone but it wasn't like hey we're military men and that's all we'll ever be so we're just gonna be happy and thrive in the military it's more of like hey let's just fucking call it quits from the military and live a regular life and i'm like Ah, uh, that's so nice, and 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 then even with it, like the Asara, and oh, it's just so nice. But the game is not like without its flaws, and the one thing that annoyed the shit out of me on multiple occasions was the fact that 
in each of the fights that you partake in, uh, you have to have Wilkins and his tank in every one of your missions because he's oh, the yes, commander. Yeah, always. Yes. And um, so Wilkins and his tank, Wilkins is basically bound to his tank. His tank is actually pretty good. But if his tank dies, then mission's over. Regardless of any other condition, if you don't, you know, do the mission stuff then and Welkin dies, then that's it. And it gets to, like, some parts in the later missions where... Because um, you, don't, you, don't, you don't get to pick where you place the tank. You don't get to pick where that goes. That's already set out for you. And in so many missions, I would have to... Because the game runs on a combat point system. So um, certain commanders in your team will give you command points. And you can only use a command point per person to make them move and make their shots. But to use a tank, it takes two command points. So I literally have to waste two command points at the beginning of a mission just to hide the tank out of sight so the enemies don't kill it on their first turn <laughs> because that happened multiple times. I literally saw, so Lancers are basically the anti-tank people. They got like a big Lance that fires rockets and they have one of the lowest movement distance other than the sniper. Yeah. Lancers have the second lowest movement distance with the sniper yeah. having the lowest. I literally saw on two occasions the enemy run that motherfucking Lancer across the map behind my tank and then instantly kill it. <laughs> like... Critical hit, so, motherfucker. So the thing about Valkyria Chronicles is the more you use the same unit, the less movement they get. But until the next the next turn. So let's say, for example, Lancer can move 60 feet. And if you use that Lancer again, they move 40 feet. And if you use it again, they move 10 feet. And if you use it again, they can only move a max 5 feet per command point they were literally edging this motherfucking Lancer to the back of my tank twice. <laughs> like They wanted him dead. There was literally like, I would say the enemy would have 15 to 20 command points and they will use it on, you know, getting this soldier in position, getting that soldier in position, and then getting motherfucking Kathy Freeman over here to run behind my tank with all the remaining command points and instantly game over me because, like, I didn't move the tank in the first turn because it was in such a position. Like, the tank wasn't even in a great position to be destroyed within the first turn. But since I didn't move it because I didn't really see the point in moving it because I want to set up my They'll soldiers spend elsewhere. They 12 command points and They, they spent a fuck ton of command points. And fucking, like, this is something I would do. It's not something I expect the AI to do. This is something like, man, I really need to get the sniper into cover. I'm going to spend 10 whole command points just edging my sniper closer and closer to a bunch of sandbags. And then, ah, oh, there we go. But, yeah, but yeah. you love the shit out of that sniper. Oh, Marina is a fucking godsend. Like, Marina, Edie, and uh, Alicia. Alicia is... Like, 
the good thing I really like about Valkyrie Chronicles was there were there was some oh shit moment. There was like all right, so there was like a one and a half oh shit moment, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it anymore. But like one oh shit moment was like oh shit, like I didn't expect that, and then the next oh shit moment is kind of led up with like a subtle hint at some point in early in the game and then them blatantly like laying it out in front of you as if you're meant to make the connection but they're basically going oh hmm x needs to equal y but if this is x then how did we get y dun 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 <gasps> i know I know the answer to why. Like, it is short of the fucking character looking at the screen, like, looking at you going, do you know the answer to why? <laughs> You're fucking Dora the Explored. You've been Dora the Explored by an anime character. <laughs> <laughs> by my anime waifu. I've been Dora the Explored by an anime waifu. Nice. It is like, hey... Do you know the answer to why? But they don't say that. They just go, huh, if here's all the equation, then this must mean something. And then, like, the events will pl- the events will go out and then you will see the end result of why. And the game will be, oh, who could it have been? Like, how could have this happened? You know, they try to keep it a mystery. You know, like... There's only one fucking person that would do this. There's, There's only, only one, one possibility, and they're just yeah, milking like, it as hard when this as they scene, can. When this scene panned out, I'm just like, all right. So I'm. Yeah, all right, there's no, there's no dancing around it. I'm a, I'm a, put a spoiler warning for like thirty seconds. So this character's like, huh? Um, this character is a fucking key point in the game huh but if this character went to this thing and this thing only works if you're this then that must mean hmm i wonder what it is (laughs) and then and then and then the character's like i've got it and then doesn't tell you, but basically has laid everything out in front of you to know what's going on. And then the next thing you see is, like, the character they were talking about in the crosshairs of a sniper <laughs> rifle. And I'm like, I know who the fuck is shooting that rifle. I don't even know to... F- I don't even need evidence to know who the fuck that is. <laughs> and literally, so, like, the char- the guy shoots the person and then... The game's just like, oh, how could how could someone have done this? We cleared the area of enemies. No, sir, this was a bullet from our own army. Oh, <laughs> eek, gasp! What a shock revelation! Who could it have been? And they really dangle that fucking carrot, going, who could it have been? And I'm like, I fucking know before they even pulled the trigger. <laughs> like, why are you treating me like a retard? <laughs> There's, there's and I knew who it was because they they literally put the evidence out in front of you to get the end result, and but then they still act as if you don't know. And I'm sitting there going, oh, like, yeah. oh my god! And then, like, 
one thing I really do like about Valkyria Chronicles is the final fight is an actual boss fight. Like, it's not like another military thing. It's an actual boss fight. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool. Even though, like, it really took... Like, the one thing I like about Valkyria... There's multiple things I like about Valkyria Chronicles, but the main thing I like about Valkyria Chronicles is each mission is literally putting you to the test of the stuff you know and then putting you in different scenarios to see your adaptability. Where the final mission's like a massive conglomeration of everything you've learnt and you need to put this to like the fucking test you need to learn like everything you've learned is now put on for example you need to get this done and like that's so fucking cool and then the most unnecessary death happens <laughs> and i'm just like I'm, I'm just like okay um you you don't have to do this like we won um he's defeated <laughs> no you don't understand we need to die no but it's fine like literally he's he's quite yeah, literally you're, like you're really cowering dumb. on his he, he, he's he can barely fucking walk he's he's not an issue no I have to do this for you guys no no we can trial him we can do the, no no <laughs> and then like and, and then I See, I, I wanted the characters just to look at the screen and have the most really look on their <laughs> face. Like, this needed to happen. But yeah, Valkyrie Chronicles 4 is great. I really liked it. And now I'm playing one. through... Valkyrie's 1. Uh, Valkyrie Chronicles 1 is the one I played and beat. It took me about 30 hours. Hmm. And definitely lots of fun. Definitely, I would say, a kind of unique strategy game in which it takes like there's a lot of mechanics you can learn throughout the game but it's the only game i've experienced of that sort of strategy-esque play uh, gameplay which is really cool but i can only get that from valkyria chronicles now like i don't know i i've i'm not too sure what anime games i played but valkyria chronicles is my favorite anime game and by looks at my favorite anime series and uh so yeah now i'm playing through valkyria chronicles 2 on my vita i've also have the english patch version of valkyria valkyria chronicles 3 on my vita so i'll be playing through them when i get to it and right now we are currently playing through valkyria chronicles 4 on our channel Mm, which is being played by me played by him our complete sped (laughs) (laughs) It's not untrue. I'm just enjoying the fact that the tank, losing the tank, is not a lose condition. Yes, that's the take excellent care of the thing. The the fact that tank is a lose condition is the main reason why I did not use the tank as much as I should have. Because putting the tank out there literally just erases like 10, 20 minutes of progress because, oh fucking Kathy Freeman over here with a rocket launcher can actually get behind me now. Fuck. <laughs> so, so alright, for the people who don't know, tanks have a motherfucking glowing weak spot at the back. It is the most obvious motherfucking weak spot in all of weak spot history. And it's on the back. So all an enemy needs to do is run behind you with a rocket launcher and just hit it once. Dead. Gone. Capiche. Also, if you demolition boost shock troopers uh, in about three turns, they can also kill a tank. Yeah, but that's just that's just not cricket. 
<laughs> I'd rather use one turn. No, I'd rather use three turns of getting my Lancer there than three turns of getting a fucking shock trooper shooting it. Look, realistically, you could just shoot the tank in the face three times for those three turns and achieve the same result. Yeah, but that's not as satisfying. <laughs> so, or, so and that's you could fa- only do this in Valkyria Chronicles 4, is uh, pair up your tank and a Lancer to shoot the same target. Yeah, that also sucks. Um, what else is there, Bear? Um, I binge watched the entire season of the boys and mm. that's really i i really like it because it's like from what from what you see in like the trailers it's like oh there's these guys who meant to keep the superheroes in check yada 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 no it's actually nothing like that it's not these you know people trying to keep superheroes in check no these guys want superheroes dead it's almost villainous how much they want these superheroes dead but the way it's played out is you have your superheroes and then these superheroes are like the most arrogant assholes who obviously abuse their power in every way shape or form well, realistically what for, would happen working... if a few people got superpowers yeah but working for corporate america like everything comes down to PR, everything comes down to how much money can these superheroes make, and it's like, well, yeah, like I can imagine that happening, like in a real world scenario, where it's like we have superheroes, and uh, yeah, superheroes are actually pretty fucking, like yeah, they're superheroes, but at the same time, uh, most of their stuff is bullshit, like it's all PR it's all them trying to like the main goal for this corporate I'm gonna I think they're called Vorp but this company I'm gonna call Corporate America just wants to get superheroes into the military so they can make billions of dollars from it because right now like they're making money um, off of the like merchandise and publicity but they're not actually getting in like massive paychecks because they're not actually working with the military. So their entire goal is to get superheroes into the military by whatever means necessary. And like some of the shit that it gets up to is just like, like for one scene, so you have uh, Homelander who is basically Superman. He's got mm-hmm. laser eyes, he can fly, he's super strength, bulletproof, etc, etc. And they go up to this plane that's been hijacked by uh, terrorists. And so, alright, so first off, they're called, the, this group is called The Seven, because there's seven of them. And they are pretty much knockoff Justice League. You have your knockoff Wonder Woman, uh, the Invisible Man, or Translucent Man, or whatever they called him. Uh, and then you have your knockoffs, uh, knockoff, fuck, what's his name? The underwater guy? Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, he basically knockoff versions of that. So knockoff Wonder Woman and knockoff Superman go up to this plane to stop the hijacking. And they're like, okay, yep, we, we killed the hijackers. Everything's good now. And then they go into the cockpit and there's a hijacker and he just killed the pilot. So uh, Homelander does like laser beam the fucking hijacker in half which also destroyed the console. 
so like the plane starts going down and they're like hmm ah, can't save them alright we're off and, and knock off uh, Wonder Woman's like but what? no we have to save them and the homeland is like what do you expect me to do you want me to and it's just like can you like lift the planes like, no I can't can't be bothered can't be fucked let's just go and literally like knock off Wonder Woman's trying to get these kids <laughs> like trying to get Homeland to just, just take these kids and you see Homeland literally like abusing the passengers because they're, they're basically saying like save us save us and he's like no I, why I, it's going down you see I can't do anything about this so I'm not going to and then like yeah knock off Wonder Woman comes up these kids like no save these kids just do this for me save these kids and he's like no because they've seen what's gone down I can't let them live and it's like what else can I do so like when so they were meant to save the plane only because it would give them good PR like that was the thing it was they were meant to go up there stop the hijacking so it would give them good PR about how they need to join the military to stop this happening but then the plane goes down no one survives and then they still find a way to spin it to be good pr and it's just like you can see like obviously they're lying through their fucking teeth they're incredibly bad people with superpowers they're pretty much super villains but they put on a show for the rest of the world and this main like the boys which is the name of the show uh, they're trying to take them down because they know that, you know, people die all over the world because of like the arrogance or a mistake that these superheroes cause. And it's a really good show. Like I really do enjoy it, but I don't want to say anything until like if Jaden, you care anything about it, and then I won't say anything to you. Seen it? I haven't seen it uh, yet, and I'd like to. Yeah, and Alex, I know he wants to see it, but like the ending, I think this is a me problem but i don't like the ending now i'm not going to say what the ending is but uh when you guys see it let me know what you think of it because for me i feel that my brain just goes wait all this can be fixed with this 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 and this or hey look how could this happen because of this this and this and this and this now I don't know this is me theorizing because I don't have all the details because like there's a cliffhanger obviously a cliffhanger because they've got a season two coming out next year but um yeah I'm sitting here going like if they don't explain it in season two then I'm basically going to be like well that's a shit season like season end for me so I'm like, uh, I, I, I said, I do really like the show. I think the show's funny in parts and it just like, ended on a bad note for you. It, I wouldn't say it ended on a bad note. It was just like, I feel like I was working myself up for something different. And as much as, how can I put it? I was expecting something and the this the series doesn't lead me to expect what I was expecting, but then it felt like it completely changed track into something like obviously it's a story plot line 
throughout the series that that the cliff ending the cliffhanger's on but at the same time i felt like i was expecting something else because for me what they did doesn't make sense if it isn't explained like if it isn't explained as to why i believe how this can be how the ending can be avoided or the ending shouldn't happen because of said reasons so i'm sitting there going like huh and i was having like great fun like watching like the last couple of episodes well I, like during the last episode I'm like man it sucks because this is the last episode like i have to wait a whole year for more of this stuff but now that i'm at the last episode i still want it to keep going yeah so yeah it's a really good watch uh i do recommend it for people out there because as i said it's it's definitely fun it's uh how can I put it? It's definitely a good spin on the whole because fucking superheroes are the whole everyone's thing now. Everyone fucking loves superheroes, yada yada yada. It, it's it's all the rave these days. But to see something that's more human about like a superhero series that's focused more around the actual people who are affected by superheroes rather than the superheroes itself is a nice change. So, definitely go watch The Boys. It's only like eight or nine episodes long, but each episode is like 40 minutes, so it's pretty good. Uh, and now on to something that's absolute trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix decided to release a movie on Netflix. Well, they didn't release it, but they decided to put Resident Evil, the final chapter, on Netflix. <laughs> And me and Alex watched it, as you can hear from his laughter, maniac laughter. I, I already know you have uh, issue with the Resident Evil movies. So I have an issue with the Resident Evil movies. This one, in this particular. Mo- this one in particular, is so you know how I feel about the Silent Hill Requiem movie. Mm-hmm. So my thoughts of the Silent Hill Requiem movie is. It's such an offense to the source material on both, like, you have the source material, it's an offense to that. Uh, Directing's dog shit, acting's dog shit. There is not one redeemable thing about that movie. Not in plot, not in development, not in production. Resident Evil, the final chapter, is just Silent Hill Requiem, but what if we had a bigger budget? Ah. (laughs) <laughs> like Silent Hill Requiem and Resident Evil the final chapter are the only two movies that I've watched and actively could not get to sleep because of how angry I was <laughs> like when me and Alex were watching it and w- during this watch like I found new things to be angry about that I didn't even <laughs> fucking pick up the like first couple times I watched it, so especially in one scene, so on one scene at least two. So um, Alice Miller Jovovich's character gets captured by um, Doctor Isaacs, and this Doctor Isaacs is like a religious nut. He thinks zombies are the second coming, like the redemption, yada yada yada. And Alice is like, "Oh, I killed you." And he's like, huh, yeah, 
you did, didn't you? And she's like, hmm, you're a clone. And he's like, yep. And then at the end of the movie, you have the original Dr. Isaacs and then the religious nut Dr. Isaacs see each other for the first time. And the religious Dr. Isaacs is like, who are you? And he's like, I'm you, you idiot. And he's like, no, this is an abomination. This can't be happening. Like, he acknowledges he's a fucking clone. And then when he sees himself, he's like, how could this be? Oh, my. Oh, the ha- oh no. Oh, Jesus. Not to mention the main focus around Resident Evil, the final chapter is... All right, so this is the dumbest shit ever, but I've never seen someone so actively retcon their own movies as if they didn't want them to exist. Because in this movie, not only do they change um, who the Red Queen was, or was modelled after, who modelled the Red Queen... um, why who made the t-virus why the t-virus is made the t-virus's effect and then the t-virus's intended effect so uh like the first thing was like okay the red queen was modeled after the head programmer's daughter cool the head programmer's daughter like the head programmer made the red queen modeled the red queen's holographic image after his daughter and okay that's cool that's, that's something but then they change it to the Red Queen. Oh my God, that just opens up a whole new fucking well of shit. Um, <laughs> just came up with something. It's kind of hard to explain, but like the Red Queen is then modeled after the guy who made the T-Virus. It's modeled after his daughter because he made the T-Virus because his daughter had a like rare g- disease that aged her body faster than her mental capacity. So by the by the age of like 1920, she had a body of like a 70 or 80 year old. Okay. But oh my god, it's trying, it's trying to explain. So the big twist of the movie is Alice was a clone the entire time. Mm-hmm. She was a clone of the head CEO of Umbrella, who is the old version of the daughter that had the aging disease because of the guy who invented the T-virus. So he made the T-virus to stop the aging process. So, um, Alice is a clone of the CEO who is the aged version of the daughter of the guy who created the T-virus. Even though that same lady is in the is in a scene to which they go we want to start the apocalypse ourselves because the world is doing it but we want to end it on our terms okay so they say like we're developing the t virus uh, for this this apocalyptic event and then later on the same movie they're like no we did it for this reason no, 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 that's not the thing. The thing is, the old lady who is the daughter of the person who invented the T-Virus, yeah. she's an old lady to which the T-Virus hasn't been invented yet. 
Mm-hmm. So her father made the T-virus so she wouldn't age as fast as she does. But when she's in the boardroom, much older, they haven't even invented the T-virus yet. Do you uh, get it? Yeah, right. Yeah, like the continuity is literally being used for toilet paper. Like, someone must have left the continuity script in the bathroom accidentally and someone just mistaken it for toilet paper and just wiped their ass over it. So that's one of the many fucking problems this film has. One of the, one of the main reasons this film has a fucking problem is the amount of jump cuts, jump cuts per scene. It is fucking ludicrous. We literally have about 20 to 30 jump cuts for a 10-second fight scene. You know how many jump cuts per second that is? Multiple. I don't know, because I wasn't counting because I was too sick. Too sick <laughs> at the screen. <laughs> but, like, holy Whenever shit. Whenever I try to recall that movie, all I see is flashes of black. And I'd like to Alex, like, Alex, all right, this film does have one genuine good-looking, like, shot. And that's when, like, ba- like barrels full of fuel that are on fire are pouring around the outside yeah, of this tower. It's, it's like a waterfall like, of fire yeah. coming from a building. And it's like, it looks pretty cool. It to yeah. which they instantly, <laughs> fucking instantly, just ruin it by having Alice fucking zip flying line. fox zip line down from the top of the building in the most fucking half ass green screen shit your eyes ever laid on a multi-million dollar film <laughs> like I kid you not she is barely lifting us or holding herself up like you can almost visibly see the box she's standing on for the green screen and like she's going down this fucking like I'm talking hundreds of store oh, I want to say about a hundred story building and there's not even like a real breath of fucking wind through her hair. And then she just lands on the ground at fucking like top speed. Fine. And that's not even the biggest issue. One of the issues I really had was at the beginning of the film. So at the end of well, the previous do you, do you film. I think that might just be enough, actually. Like. What? Well, we've got some other stuff to get through, and you're going to keep ranting for a while. Uh, let me let me just <laughs> let me just let me just, just finish on this. So, at the beginning of the film, or at the end of the last film, they had like Leon, uh, Jill, Ada, Alice, and Wesker standing on top of the White House while millions of zombies and biological weapons are flying around, etc., etc. And then it cuts to credits, and at the start of this film. None of that ever fucking mattered. And the way they played off was, it was a trap. And that's it. That is it. Literally, Leon, Jill, Ada, not even talked about. They're just gone. Nothing. It's like, it was a trap. And so in the last film, they took away her T-virus powers because she was too powerful. And then at the end of it, they gave her her t-virus back mm-hmm. because they need her in her t-virus state to which all right this is when you know fucking someone at screen gems or paul ws anderson is just taking the piss when 
the T-Virus, they think the T-Virus is called the T-Virus because the, the, the cells are shaped like capital T's. <laughs> the cells are physical fucking letter T's. That's why they think it's called the fucking T-Virus. And I'm sitting there going, oh my God. You can't be that fucking stupid thinking it's <laughs> called the T-Virus because the cells are made of T's, like actual capital letter T's. Yeah, that's that's how it fucking works. And it's like, oh no, the T-Virus is meant to make zombies. No, the T-Virus is not meant to make zombies. The T-Virus was meant to make tyrants. That's why it's called the T-Virus, the tyrant virus. That was the aim all along for fucking biological weapons. Uh, oh my God. Like, oh, this is so fucking stupid. But yes, I'm, I'm digressing. So. Yeah, we occasionally talk about games on this podcast. Yeah, we do. But we're talking about video game movies. Uh, and so. <laughs> There's a link. At the end of the, the end of the last film, he Wesker gives her her virus back. So now she's back with the T-Virus. And it's like, oh, okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. And then at the beginning of this film, it's like, oh, he didn't actually gave me the t- didn't give me the T-Virus. It was all a fake. Oh, like, this okay. part, yeah. Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> you don't have the T-Virus anymore, to which I have a document. We, we made a document because ever since Alice is a regular normal human being now, uh, she should die like a fucking human being. <laughs> and there were a multiple amount of fucking times where we, we, we put up ca- a death counter. We put up a death counter because she should have died so many times. Uh, so I have two notes from that movie. One is death counter eight. She should have died eight fucking times in that movie. And the second note, he knows he's a clone. With the fucking Dr. Isaacs knowing he's a clone and at the end of the movie didn't know that there was a clone, he was a clone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fucking... The continuity of that movie is so fucking out of bounds. Not mention direction shit. Do not fucking watch it. Do not... In fact, if you want to get drunk, just have a drinking game of, hey, look, uh, let's take a drink something whenever something doesn't make sense. <laughs> you die by halfway through the movie. You die by halfway through. Anyway, a good I'm thing gonna have Netflix a quick... that I enjoyed watching, though, was Good Omens, which is only six episodes. So, you know, one afternoon. Well, discuss, discuss that because i really got to take a piss. I shouldn't have drank that milkshake. Oh, Jesus! Help me, Jesus! Right, so while Kenny goes and gets help from Jesus, um, tell me about Good Omens. Well, there's not much. There's not much to say it about it other than fucking fantastic. Well, all right. So it was based on a book from written by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman is actually working, or was actually working on the TV show as well. Uh, like I said, it's only six episodes. I've just covered it, and it's done. Hmm. It's good. It's got David Tennant playing a devil. 
Demon. Okay. Fuck, so which one? finally not David Tennant playing David Tennant. Ah, whatever. That's a, that's a positive. Um, but the basic gist of it is... Um, so it's about the story of the Antichrist when he grows up and turns 11 and the world will end. And then there's Aziraphale, who's played by Michael... Sum- I don't remember his name. And mm-hmm. Crowley, played by David Tennant, who's an angel and a demon, who's basically gone, you know what, we kind of like this world. Maybe it shouldn't end. And so they're trying to make sure it doesn't. Well, both heaven and hell are kind of trying to make sure that the Armageddon happens so they can have their fight. Right. So it's the plot to Darksiders, but someone doesn't want the game to go ahead. Kind of. And it is <laughs> it is somewhat of a comedy. It's a Terry Pratchett. Yeah. You know. So it, it's comedy by default. But yes, I definitely enjoyed it. And so that one, like I said, Atomic Blonde was good as well. Another great thing is when car crashes, ha- I don't think a single car exploded that entire movie. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and, uh, I know, right? Uh, car things <laughs> going down. Uh, I've also been uh, watching some stuff on Netflix. Have you heard of a uh, of an animated series called Final Space? No. No, that is a good, good series. And like, and one of the, one of the things I actually do like about that series is, um, I, I want to say like, usually when people try to subvert tropes, it comes off as really ham-fisted oh. and oh, fucking yeah. stupid. So, I'm back. But the way Final Space like subverts tropes is, it, it's it's really well done because like, because of the sort of the fr- the genuine friendship and camaraderie that, that the characters have with each other. Like, there's a cat man called Avocado, <laughs> who's a bounty hunter, and his his son has been captured by the big bad, and he wants to go rescue his son, so the main character's like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> He's like, I've got your back all the way to the end. We're in this together. Goodbye, my lover. He's just like, what the... <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting because the, the like the main the main like story thing is the whole galaxy is about to be sucked into a wormhole, and this guy's like, I want to save my son. So while the galaxy's like in the middle of being sucked into a wormhole, this guy's like, Fuck literally you, the description son. of when your players get distracted by the side missions. Yeah, but it was Ooh. a really good side mission. <laughs> anyway, I was. Uh... I was pissing yes. so hard. But we will we will have t- to have a couple of movie nights where we watch Final Space because Final Space did get a second season confirmed. It works for me. Doesn't work for me. All right. I'm not an employee. But now on to host. What's next? Mm. So what's next is the news article today, which is basically um, it's a cautionary fucked. tale. It's a cautionary tale of how EA is eating shit right now. So, our first article, let's just, let's, I would say it's a four point uh, discovery of how EA is not doing so well when it comes to their developers. So, first one is the whole fucking fiasco with Apex Legends calling players asshats, dicks, freeloaders, the fucking... As, as, uh... 
the quote, like the subtitle of the uh, article, I had a spicy lunch feeling it. Like, All right, look, it's, it's <laughs> this simple. I'm pretty sure it was like a Reddit thread involving three devs, two of them being absolute tosses and the third one going, please, guys, stop. Please? <laughs> So this like, is why you hire community managers. So and don't. What, let I, was, the what I was looking them. at is basically, uh, Apex Legends has introduced its uh, event, which is the Iron Crown event, which is kind of like a. Well, it's an event in which they have uh, event exclusive loot boxes. So like, think of Rainbow Six's Rainbow Six Siege's events, where they have like the outbreak packs and shit like that. So the Iron Crown is basically the same. You have 24 packs, you can't get doubles, and uh, the major issue everyone's having with this is each loot box costs seven seven dollars fifty because it's like 750 points. Let's see if I can see a thing for it. It's something mm-hmm. like eight dollars or so for a box to get 20 costs 160. And then there was another heirloom item, which was a special item that you could buy for $10, but you could only get it if you already had all the rest. No. So effectively, if you wanted that one item, it was 170 right. No. It, you're correct, but the prices are wrong. So Same idea. Each loot box is $7.50 each, American. You have to buy 24 boxes to be able to unlock the privilege of buying the heirloom thing for thirty five dollars. Oh, my favorite p word. <laughs> like the heirloom, the which is a character specific weapon skin. Thirty five dollars on top of the. Where's my calculator? I can't do maths with my head. I'm fucking tired. Uh, calculator, <laughs> alarm clock. <laughs> you heard me right. One hundred eighty. Um, so US seven dollars fifty times twenty four plus thirty five. So it's two hundred and fifteen dollars to get just to get the heirloom. Mm-hmm. So two fifty USD USD to odd to odd is to whoa odd. to get that heirloom. It's gonna cost you three hundred and seventy smackaroos. Ooh. Three hundred and seventy dollars. That's a bit like, pricey. Three hundred and seventy dollars for a character-specific item. Like, I can understand. Like, but knives. Funnily enough, like, the microtransaction issue isn't actually the point here. It was the point that they're getting backlash because the. Oh no! The I'm, devs I'm just giving like context. Yeah. So, everyone. Once this event came out, everyone took to the Reddit saying, do not participate in the event. This is egregious. Uh, It's like straight out fucking like offensive because as much as it's a free to play game, these are way too expensive. And then Respawn came out with, hey, look, um, we're going to fix the issue. We heard you loud and clear that uh, it's quite expensive. So what we're going to do is make the legendary ones so not so 12 of the items the legendaries are going to be on sale for three days on a rotating roster for 18 dollars each usd 
$18, but you get to buy a specific weapon on, like, whatever specific weapon on one of the free days that the weapon is on the rotating roster for. And people went, that's cool. That's still fucking egregious, and it doesn't actually solve the issue that this item is like $250 or $370. So people went back to Reddit saying, this is not a solution. This is you going, hey, look, you guys are pissed off about this heirloom being so expensive, so we're not going to address it in any way, shape, or form, and we're going to just change... 12 of the items to be purchasable on a free day rotating roster after that they're completely after that you can't buy them anymore so you can either buy two loot boxes and get a random one or get have a chance of getting it randomly or you can buy it directly for like 18 dollars and people took this to reddit and this is when uh the respawn devs started to chime on in with their opinions and holy shit they are just some fucking... Like, they do not ha- know how to deal with the situation. I can understand with uh, them being, like, annoyed that people are giving them shit about this whole situation, but the way they responded is just fucking fueling the fire. 100% fueling the fire. I don't know what fucking... What, what fantasy land they were in that them going, Oh, fucking here's here's this fucking guy here's this dick that i was talking about before yeah this is the dick i didn't even read your comment only the first and the last sentence ha 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 like like everyone was going to praise the developer for that fucking witty comeback like and the best comment i saw for that one was uh i can't hear you la 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 la, la. dicks am i right <laughs> because <laughs> that's what it was like I only read the first and the last sentence this garbage doesn't rep- and and then they came out with some fucking oh so they they ended up calling their fan base freeloaders and mm. like freeloaders is a negative term regardless of whatever context you put it in there is not a positive thing that you can spin with the term freeloaders like so he's so their response is like oh you guys y'all just a bunch of freeloaders uh parentheses and we we like that but fuck you and it's like you can't just go oh we love freeloaders you're still calling them freeloaders (laughs) it's like it's like a stripper going i only fuck freeloaders they're still calling him a freeloader, which is like a negative, like, terminology for somebody who doesn't pay money. It's, yeah, sure that the stripper only fucks freeloaders, but she thinks of them as freeloaders. Mm. <laughs> so that went over as well as that guy's spicy lunch. And uh, basically they came out and said, man, well, first of all, there was two developers that were chiming in with their own fucking spicy lunches. And then it was one developers going, guys, like, I know these people. I know these devs. They're nice people. They just don't know how to deal with the situation. <laughs> and like that guy probably had the most human 
comment of all the developers there because like all right laying down some lines here one this is the first ever free-to-play game we've ever done we've only made, been making 60 dollars titles and that's what we're doing now we're just doing this the first thing we've done and we didn't expect it to be such a smash hit and run hit it was so now we're dealing with events that are completely new to us in terms of development so if we get it wrong we can we understand that we've got it wrong and if we keep getting it wrong then just bear with us but i can sort of understand where my friends are coming from my other friend developers are coming from but they're not handling this the right way so please like just give us time and that's like the most human <laughs> like if that's what the guy came out saying like guys we this is the first thing we're ever dealing with um please just give us time sort of thing then yeah they'll be like okay some they understand what they're doing is agree oh, i don't think it was intentionally egregious i don't think it was a hundred percent response decision to make the pricing what it is because yes they are developers and stuff but remember ea is the publisher they're the ones who will sort of dictate the prices of everything yeah but at the same time i'm not going to wipe fucking respawn entertainment's hands clean of this because they i would feel they would have some input as to what goes down i feel so, like half the community manager's job is just walking around the office seeing they anyone need, on reddit and just they, smacking them with newspapers they need they like a virtual reality training session of community managers where they put a vr kit on them and then just have comments of just fucking people going ballistic at them just flash flash on their screen get posted in their face and they need to react calmly and coolly and in a professional manner to each and every comment that comes their way otherwise they're not a community manager (laughs) (laughs) because what they say is put on for show and especially when it's coming from a bunch of professionals like they are held to a much higher standard than the public Mm. because they're the ones making the product we're the ones buying it if you treat us like we're shit then we're not gonna put money into your product and it doesn't matter where it comes from you can have fucking joe blogs from down the road who works at respawn go man all you guys are a bunch of freeloading fuck sticks people are gonna go joe blogs from down the road who cleans the toilets at respawn call us a bunch of fuck sticks i'm not gonna buy any respawn games ever again like the chain of command is obviously an essential piece but every part of that chain of command is held to a professional standard to which everything they say and do will be put on the limelight yeah and regardless of how little an audience you think you'll reach you will inevitably inevitably be damaging your product regardless of whatever position you are in if you are disrespecting your fan base your customer base the people you're trying to sell the game to so even though like these community stand like community uh managers like the I I think I remember seeing something like they didn't expect it to blow up as much as they thought it would, and I'm just like, 
huh, like, there, if, if you're in the gaming industry, I'm not even a developer. Like, I just sort of look at the gaming news every now and then, and I see fucking, as soon as someone says something stupid in a gaming, in a gaming sense, it gets blown the fuck up. So then you have all this entire situation where you just basically go on, like, hey, look, you guys are a bunch of freeloaders. You guys are a bunch of dicks. Remember when fucking gaming was good? Yeah, I remember when gaming was good. It's not now. And you're just actively hurting your brand. Like, even the apology that the, I think, the Respawn CEO gave felt such, like, such a blanket apology. Like... Well, like, he had to defuse the situation, like, then, there, immediately, in a single fucking, um, second. Otherwise, no, no, like, this the damage is irreparable. Fact. He's got to mitigate it. This comes after the fact. This comes after this whole shit had blown up and been all over YouTube and the news and shit. So, he basically put out on Twitter, yeah, Twitter, the best place to put your apologies at. Oh, um, yeah. Basically saying, like, hey, look, we'll try to do better. You know, we're learning to. We'll try to do better. And then fucking just dusted their hands clean of the situation. Just left <laughs> it to rot. It's like, all right, what about the iron fucking event? Nothing's changed. Cool. So what are you doing to fix that? I said, sorry. <laughs> like, I said, sorry. What more do you want? I said, hey, look, like, we're sorry for what they said. We'll do better. Price is not going to change, but we'll do better. <laughs> you know, just got to we'll deal do, with we'll it. We'll do now. better next time. This time, just give us three hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah, and I was sitting there going, "Fuck, man, that's just horrid. That's horrid stuff." Like it, the way that I saw his Twitter apology thing, the first thing that came to mind was I'm pretty sure there was a few like blanks in this thing, and he just filled in X, <laughs> Y, and Z. And yes. <laughs> Let's have a look at the um, respawn dev. Uh, oh, I bet you've just come up apology. And there is it. Respawn C. Yeah, it was the CEO who came out for apology. And this is what it says. On Friday, we gave Apex fans an update on how we were changing the Iron Crown event. Some of the team then joined a discussion <laughs> with our community on Reddit and things got pretty bad place. Got to a reverse. Some of our folks crossed that line with their comments and that's not how we want Respawn to be represented. I apologize to any of our fans that were offended. I will try to stand... I will always stand behind the team here at Respawn and support them on speaking out against some of the toxic and nasty comments being directed at them. That's not really speaking out. You're just more of going, hey, give me more. Give me more of these comments. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, death threats definitely way too far, though. Uh, yeah, including things with death threats aimed at their family loved ones, but we shouldn't contribute to it when we do comment and uh, want that to be the very thing we prevent. Where did I go? We need to lead by example. Last week, we didn't do that, and going forward will be better. Having an open health, open health and relationship with our community is incredibly important for all of us at Respawn. And I'm like, that's the most, like, it kind of looks like, it's like, all right, I've got to open fucking apology.pdf, <laughs> fill in some blanks here, and oh, send that out. That's good. <laughs> and copy-paste post. Yep. I like it how, like, 
is that really the top comment for this? Don't apologise for your employees standing up for themselves against awful people. Subreddit was over the line. I don't care for the I don't care for the way this event was done, but you guys didn't deserve this. Jesus. Who, the, who the fuck is running their mouth? Alright, so don't be surprised, Alex. Don't be surprised, alright? I want you to turn off your surprise face. Alright, it's off. Go on. They're display pictures of Steven Universe. <laughs> oh, turning back on! Turning back on! I mean, you actively said that to trigger him. <laughs> but uh, the, the actual display pictures of Steven Universe. Regardless, you pointed it out expressly to trigger <laughs> Yeah, but he wanted to know who's running their mouth. Some fucking idiot Steven Universe fan. Anyway. But yeah, so that's the, the shit show with Respawn. Basically saying, hey, look, we're sorry. <laughs> We're, we're very sorry, but, 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 and but, not but, fixing anything. <laughs> yeah, but 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 we may be sorry, but but give us three hundred and seventy dollars. Uh, the next two articles can be lumped in together mm-hmm. because they are of the same uh, olive branch. Uh, so the lead producer for Dragon Age Four leaves Bioware. And then the lead producer for Anthem leaves Bioware all within a week of each other. Yeah. So, oh boy. So this is, this is the prime, like, demonstration of, oh shit, Bioware's going down. EA is going to fucking liquidate Bioware. Like they did with pretty much so many of the other companies that had on Anthem. Like, everyone's like, hey, look, now Bioware's going to stick around, or before Anthem was even released and there were some worries in the works, it's like, this does not look like it's going to work. And to get a good picture of if Bioware's going to exist or not in the next coming years, see if people leave the company. And people are leaving the company. People in lead producing positions are leaving the company they're not leaving producer is probably one of the worst Mm. positions for someone to leave from because it's their job to keep everyone focused and on track as it comes down to like it's their job to produce the game yeah well like it's coming down to you have so everyone's like oh no bioware well not everyone but bioware is like guys we're not going anywhere we're making Dragon, the next Dragon Age game. Why would EA want to throw us away if we're making the next Dragon Age? And then everyone's leaving that. <laughs> yep. Like, oh. I'm pretty sure, I'm I'm pretty sure they put Dragon Age on hiatus for a bit. Dragon Age. Oh, Cable, please. Dragon. I don't, I don't think they put it on hiatus. Age for hiatus. So they, I, they delayed it in some way, shape or form. Um... I'll say delay but Dragon Age uh, 4 is not going well yes Dragon Age 4 has been delayed following uh, Bioware restructuring mm-hmm. oh that's always a good word restructuring so yeah uh, Dragon Age 4 has been delayed wait no this is a last year thing Dragon Age 4 delayed indefinitely after Bioware restructuring uh, so 
Did they say that Dragon Age is in development? Yeah. But like, did they say Dragon Age Dragon Age was in development recently? No, I haven't heard anything from Dragon Age being in development recently. But then again, Be- I've really kind of fallen out with Bioware. Yeah. So I don't really care. So basically, from what I've heard over many other gaming podcasts and stuff, there is a skeleton crew working on Anthem right now. Because one, uh, EA do not want to waste resources because Anthem is not pulling in any bank. Mm-hmm. So they still need fault. they still need to put out content to try and recoup losses to try and get people to keep playing the game, but uh, that's just not happening because the content that they're putting out is apparently as bare bones as the game itself, mm. and uh, there's just no one playing it. Mm. So yeah, so I mean like. Bioware was good at one stage, but I, ever since I think the past, I'd say, I say mid fucking Mass Effect Three, they've just started going downhill. It's not even a graceful decline. It's more like a fucking nosedive. Yeah, it's like a nosedive right off the edge of a cliff into mm. EA's dark void of other companies they've decided to liquidate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I keep, like. Other companies were sort of liquidated due to high expectations from EA. And then they sort of been giving Bioware preferential treatment because of Bioware's experience. But even then, like, half the people who made the old Bioware games, what they were, don't even work for the company anymore. It's mm. it's it's Bioware in name only. Beano. <laughs> it's Beano. Bioware in name only. So yeah, so uh, Bioware is hitting the fucking shit. And our last article for tonight is another EA fucking grandiose amigos. How's it going? I'm not in too that happy fucking with hole that you've dug yourself in. Article from given Polygon a click of mine. Yeah. Oh no, please don't. Oh, oh, no. oh. but yeah, Battlefield 5's 5v5 competitive mode has been ditched. Hmm. So, uh, apparently, they are focusing on fixing problems with Chapter 4 in their DLC. So, well, I'll be honest. The fact that they did a 5v5 mode basically felt like... Team Deathmatch? Well, no, it's going... Well, shit like Rainbow Six is popular at the moment, so we'll put in a mode that works somewhat like that. And then everyone mm. kind of went, no, we'd, we'd play Rainbow Six if we wanted something like that because it's better. We pl- we play Battlefield because it's Battlefield. Yeah. We, <laughs> fucking so we want to play wanna... Battlefield to play on a Battlefield, not to play Discount Siege. I want to see because from what I remember, like, wasn't there chapters like... Outpost mode, fire... Oh, that's right. They came out with a Battle Royale game, didn't they? That's fucking... That went over my head. Oh, right. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, happened. They came out with a Battle, battle Royale mode. That must be going well. I doubt that. Oh, you what, didn't what the fuck hear the that? Did it, like, did it straight up just fucking die? Is, is that what happened? I think Battlefield 5 died. Because, uh... 
Hmm. Oh no, so I thought the chapters were like the story mission stuff, but no, they're called the chapters because it's like um, a roadmap. So fucking roadmap one, chapter three, roadmap two, chapter four, roadmap five, the chapter five. So they've called them chapters instead of like roadmap, roadmap stuff, milestones. So yeah, but I don't know if anyone's playing i don't know if you can even see how many people are playing so what are the queue times like i think i I would imagine the queue times would be so like i heard and this was like months ago when i was listening to the giant bomb cast it's like yeah i was trying to play battlefield 5 on the ps4 or something like that queue times were just so ridiculously long it wasn't even you know i wasn't even couldn't be bothered fucking way around to find a match anymore i just stopped and that was like months ago just imagine it now now that they're still removing content well at least they stuck with a roadmap (laughs) by the way uh because at least like they they still want to push it out because you you're not allowed to fuck up battlefield you can't Mm. just abandon battlefield because that is like a flagship title that boosted ea so to kill battlefield is to kill their money makers even though mm. battlefield 5 is not really much of a money maker because you know get woke go broke oh that's that. right battlefield 5 was the um was Bat- the one where they started to get all political with no history. no battlefield 5 was the same one that went look if you don't like the game don't buy it don't and buy people it. didn't buy it and they're like well shit you guys don't know history and if you don't like it don't buy it days later that guy gets out like gets i I think he gets uh what's the term made redundant no not made redundant but it's like when you respectfully leave a company (laughs) um don't like it gets fired by that's that's not respectfully if you don't like it, don't buy it. EA, that will come up. Uh, don't like it, don't buy it guy has left. Yeah, he left the company. <laughs> like, <laughs> shortly after saying this. <laughs> hey, maybe that was like a fucking... Maybe he wanted to fucking hurt EA. It's like, you know what? Don't buy this game. And then... I, was a- I doubt that guy did did the fucking pro gamer move big brain play <laughs> big I, I brain very play much, i very much doubt that outstanding so, move yeah. Out- <laughs> he's, li- he's literally pointed a gun to his own foot pulled the trigger and gone i am a genius there is no i didn't way- like it so i didn't <laughs> buy it but yeah um so yeah he gets he fucking leaves so that's uh, always good to know um so yeah battlefield 5 is not making money bioware is falling apart well it's not so much falling apart everyone's just jumping a sinking ship the rats are leaving the ship the only thing that's a safe. ship not, not a even sh- the rats are leaving the ship the captains have already fucked off who's no, left behind now? they're leaving the ship they started to build three years into their four-year journey <laughs> <laughs> three years after leaving the docks <laughs> So they came out on like a fucking floaty piece of wood and then picked up some shit along the way out in the sea and then started building the boat. 
Turns out they can't build a boat and the boat is fundamentally flawed. So start sinking. Ah, <laughs> uh, Like, you perfect. know your boat sucks when the fundamental concept behind it is flawed. <laughs> the, fun- the fundamental concept of keeping water out <laughs> doesn't work. Man, we should have stuck with the original boat. Which is this floating piece of driftwood. <laughs> because it's a lot more stronger than having an actual boat. Because that's how our boat scaling works. You hear about that? <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Hey, let's make the, the starter assault rifle the most powerful assault rifle in the game. So long as you don't get rid of it, you can break the game. Well, it's like how that works is, hey, look. They fucked up the numbers real bad. So if you just walked in with an assault rifle with no added like extra armor pieces, your assault rifle will be more powerful than those masterwork rifles. <laughs> Jesus and that's how Christ. the game that's that is how the game works. It is since it's built on that fundamental level, that is how like you need to pull a Final Fantasy 14 and just start from scratch to fix it in order to fix that shit. And they ain't got time to do that. They got games to sell. I feel so bad because, like, one of my friends on Facebook, like, was really looking forward to this game. And I think she had fun with the, with the game for a whole five minutes. And then <laughs> that's all the entertainment she got out of it. But then, like, she was also doing some, like, real defense, and which I, like one point was like when uh when with the matchmaking with the quick play on uh on anthem how literally like level two people can get into the final mission just for doing quick play fuck and she was kind of trying to develop that well not develop well trying to defend that by going hey look don't don't click on quick play you idiots and it's like that's not no that 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 whole system is broken if you can have level two people who haven't even passed like the first couple of missions yet go into the final mission with still level two gear that doesn't scale up (laughs) like it it's not something you can defend yeah that seems like a slight design flaw slight design very slightly ever so slightly ever so small design sliver under the rug sort of slight but yes Mm. fucking EA uh I would say collectively shitting the bed right now because right now you have everyone trying well not everyone but a majority of people trying to uh regulate loot boxes so FIFA gonna be hit real hard um, good and then you have Battlefield which is one of their money makers not making money then you have Anthem which was meant to be the fucking home run out of the park into the fucking next town over which literally hit the batter in the dick and now he's just crying on home base <laughs> and then you have their we got a fortnight respawn entertainment with apex legends pissing off their entire community so right now ea have not got a good ea uh i had the feeling ea let's have a look at the ea stock prices real quickly 
because we, we're, doing a, we're doing the stock take yeah because they are public traded uh, EA stock huh. time to check the stonks oh five days six months fuck me that's a dip what's that a year so the stocks went from at highest 127 lowest 74 currently residing at 92 but they went from trading at $94.50 today to 92 so they lost a good percent but yes uh stocks their stock by look at it, are jumping all over the place can't be fucking too excited but i guess yes. we'll just see how that progresses i want them to burn <laughs> Me too. they destroyed the only thing that i love from them the only two things i love for them and that's dead space and the sims hmm. what i love the sims when i was young i was like fuck yeah like I didn't. Ha- I was young. I didn't have a job. I went to school, and I went. I want to live out the life of someone else, and I did. And they were murderers. The and they they were <laughs> murderers. I could live out my fucking my murderous fantasy of trapping everyone in a room, and then seeing who's the last person to be alive to then be like the child bearer. That that sounded a lot messed up when I sounded out loud. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. So it seems good. And then Dead Space. Dead Space 1 and 2 were fucking great games. Dead Space 3 was just a product of we need to sell. Otherwise, we don't exist anymore. And so they didn't sell. Well, that's the, no, it sold, but mm-hmm. not as much as EA expected it to sell. So, like, they're like, fuck, we need to do, we need to normalize the game from a survival horror to an action. Because if this does not sell, and I quote, 5 million units, which is more than the entirety sales of Dead Space 1 and 2 combined, Mm. then you sell 5 million units, then we don't exist anymore. We get put onto things we don't want to work on. The Visceral Games doesn't exist and we get put elsewhere or we fucking go elsewhere. And that sucks. And... I love Dead Space. Dead Space 1 and 2 are really great games. Dead Space 3, not so much. It's it's more... It's, as it, as it is, it's more of a shoot-em-up than it is a sort of psychological horror thing. Is it is and, it a bad game, though, or is it a bad Dead Space game? It's a... It's a bad Dead Space game. It's not know... a bad game in design. It's just expecting from dead like the story of dead space 3 i do enjoy because it goes more into the the necro necromorphs and the whole thing about it because that's that's pretty interesting it's a similar thing that i think i've talked to you before about with resident evil 5 how a lot of people think that's a good action game and it's a lot of fun if you play it as an action game but it sucks as a resident evil game it's uh, yeah and i said like resident evil 5 is one of those games where like i do have fun playing it on co-op Especially me and a friend like used to speed run the shit out of it. I think we're still in the top five of the world for our category. I don't know. Let's have a quick look. But um, yeah, it's not a bad game, but as a Resident Evil game, it's fucking uh, terrible. I do not like it whatsoever as a Resident Evil game. Ooh. 
evil speedruns. But yeah, Dead Space 3 was that sort of thing. Like, I really liked the story, did not like uh, the gameplay so much. Like, especially what I'm, ex what I'm expecting from uh, like a Dead Space game, which is like your actual um, sort of psychological survival horror aspect. Um, and you just get, hey, just shoot hordes of humanoid enemies, not really the actual fucking, um, necro, like, the necromorphs didn't really were as prominent as they were before. Um, new gay plus co-op, is there? Fuck, we're eighth! We used to be, like, second. Oh, no, we used to be third. Now we're eighth in the world. That was two years ago. Fucking Brazilians. But yes. Um, and so I guess that is it for... That's, yeah, uh, that's about it. ...podcast this week. I didn't come up with a topic because I've been running around like a fucking headless chook due to literal temporary doctors scaring the shit out of me going, <laughs> hey, look. You might need to be hospitalized. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Oh. And then my actual doctor going, I have no fucking idea what he's on about. The things that you told me they told you over the phone, I can't even see on this sheet of the blood you gave us. And I'm like, so I'm not going to hospital? No, you're not going to hospital. But you are going to have some... Uh, permanent restless legs from now on Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh no you'll be fine that's good that's good with just this permanent side effect what well so it's not a side effect it's like that was the main reason i got my blood test done anyway because i've been having a bit of restless legs at night when i go to sleep and okay fuck me man i wish i didn't have legs <laughs> like, Jesus, all right. like it is that much of an annoying sensation like i'm literally like kicking my legs hoping that it would go away like think of like a overdosed drug like i'm talking like super mdma overdose on the ground of a guy who needs to kick his legs in the air to keep breathing like that Fuck. kind of sporadic kicking hoping to get rid of it and no so we did all these blood tests to see if we could figure out if it's something else causing it and we're like oh good news so, uh, yeah, there's nothing in your body that's causing your restless legs. And I'm like, okay, what's the bad news? Like, well, actually, that's the bad news. There's nothing in your body causing your restless legs. <laughs> I went, so what does this mean? It's like, now you get upgraded from secondary restless leg syndrome to primary restless leg syndrome, which means, hey, look, uh, yeah, you actually just have restless legs, meaning we need to give you medication for that for a while now. I'm like, fuck. Grandiose oh, amigos. Well, that's going to be fun. It is. But, yeah, so I haven't come up with a podcast topic, but next week we will definitely have a podcast topic. Um, mm. And then next week I can tell you about the game I was meant to tell you about today, but then I got so angry talking about oh, wait, Resident Evil. Wasn't there a little bit that you wanted me to talk about a game? Oh, Yes. That could be that could be the story that we want to hear. So, I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, but.
but we were discussing about a discussion about infamous came up oh yes and and you're like about the that's right we're talking about the moral system in metro reader metro last light and you would just start discussing about the morality system in infamous to which you go actually uh change the subject before i get really angry or infuriated okay, so i want to hear this there's oh, going to be I'm some for spoilers well. for infamous and i think this is the last thing we're doing on the podcast it's this last thing so probably if you haven't played infamous and you don't want some spoilers coming out then probably see you next now week. see you next yeah. week <laughs> now that's passed so firstly hmm the storyline of Infamous makes sense until it doesn't. Fuck. Oh, fuck. All right. So, I actually... Okay, okay. I'm actually going to say I do like how they played this out with the exception of it made no sense of how the bad guy could use this power. Like, actually okay. having that power in his skill set doesn't make sense. But other than that, I liked how they did it because it is a time travel thing. The short Just time travel in that? The short gist of it oh, right, is yeah, basically you're playing the main character and you've heard about this giant monstrosity, the beast that is working the way down the coast or some shit like that. It's a bigger threat that's going on that's coming down. In the background, yeah. In the background. Mm-hmm. And so the main character, I think Desmond Miles is the first one. Um... Is a Colin McGrath? Second. Oh, Colin McGrath. You're right. Desmond is the Cole second McGrath. star. Desmond is yeah. no, no. Desmond Miles is the Assassin's Creed protagonist. Holy shit! I got that wrong. Anyway, <laughs> that's not <laughs> well, important. We, I can see where the confusion was. It's a little bit um, there. Yeah, Cole. Basically, you're running around with lightning powers, and over the course of the story, you're doing stuff, and you end up fighting this group, and you grow stronger through finding these core shards of some kind I don't remember what they were called but they're effectively how you power up and then you find out like near the end that the main bad guy is you from the future who's come back intentionally to make you as strong as possible so you're able to defeat this beast because in before he went back everything was just fucked so he's gone back to prepare you to be the thing that can stop it so in the Colin from the future's timeline, he couldn't stop it. Correct. Yeah. It wasn't nah. stopped. Because if the entire reason oh, that I get Cole it now. got I see conduit powers was because mm. he was because he was originally a delivery boy and he was supposed to be delivering a package to this location, which ended up being a um basically an abandoned location package exploded and gave him his lightning powers and that was all set up by future you because in the original timeline he didn't have his powers before the beast i believe that's how it worked i can't confirm on that one because it's been a while anyway so like i was saying that's a bit that didn't never made sense sense to me cole has lightning powers he can't travel through time just you can make the flash kind of thing where he runs fast enough to break shit, but it still doesn't so make they, any fucking sense. So did but they explain how he's able to time powers, travel? Though. I think they did, but I didn't like the explanation. I don't actually remember it. 
I'll be completely honest, it's been a while. But the thing that actually made me really fucking angry. So, at one point... Is this about the ultimate choice? No, this isn't the choice at the end of the game. No. This is a that's... choice that happens halfway through the game. Basically, because we got into this because of the moral system. All of the choices are very obviously, you know, good or evil and scales like who will help you in combat and what kind of reactions you'll get from citizens when you're running past them and things like that. And there's this one and point... powers you get as well. Um, and it does alter your powers as well. Um, at one point, basically, the bad guy has kidnapped a bunch of people. And basically, they're on two buildings on fucking cranes. And on one of the, one of the buildings has six people hooked up. And the other one has your girlfriend hooked up. And the good one oh, is to save the six that... people, and the bad one is to save your girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. So, the good option, you save the six people, they drop your girlfriend off, she dies, and this is, like, at the end of the game, when old Cole was saying that, his uh, future Cole is like, we, we need to kill her to remove any of distractions, effectively. Mm-hmm. You know, so you weren't harnessed or limited having to protect or, you know with her so you could focus everything on defeating this beast now the fucking problem i have with this if you choose the good option you save the six people your girlfriend dies Mm. Mm. if you choose the bad option no he's pulled a trick that one person is just a random and your girlfriend is with the other six what what so whichever option you choose, the story works its way around that you chose wrong and your girlfriend dies anyway. I mean, like, if they had that first option, if you chose the six and your girlfriend happens to be in there, what? that's a nice little... So, you're like, you're saying, like, if you chose your girlfriend, the girlfriend turns out to be a fake and yeah. she's actually one it, of the it six was a people. bait and she's in one of the six people. Like yeah. you could, if you they, could, if they had if they that just option. ran with that and they went, oh, that makes sense because they're trying to make you, you know, when they're explaining later on, he's sitting there going, we wanted to make sure that you were going for the greater good, so you would actually stop this beast because, you know, you need we to need protect to the sure. world, so we need yeah. to make sure you were doing that. You're right, that makes sense, and I thought of that. You know why? I was doing a good playthrough and I actively chose bad on that choice. Because I was like, that's what the character would totally do in in my mind or how I was playing the character. And Mm. it was the, um, and it was that they did the switch and I went, oh shit, you know what? That makes sense, right? (laughs) And then I went back and played through it and did the good side. And then the girlfriend was actually there and there was no trick. And then you're sitting there going, no, you're just a fucking cunt that's forcing a narrative point. When you had an option, you had options that didn't force that. And like like I said, because this mm. paradox, future Cole set this all up, but he wouldn't know in... If it was a time paradox and he's gone through this shit, then it would Mm. totally make sense because he already knew what you would choose. Because he's done it. it Yeah. But because that's not what happened... It just feels yeah. forced, and that made me furious, especially because I loved the game up up until then. Like it's kind of like I really like that game. How many infamouses were there? 
Uh, uh, three, three and a I half. Think. All right, so there's... Oh, yeah, the vampire infamous. one as well. There's infamous... What? What? You, there was you know infamous, the vampire one? Infamous Second Son, which was the direct sequel, and actually the one where you fought the beast. Because in the first one, uh, Future Kell was the final boss, and then in the sequel was the beast stuff. Right. Um, Wait, Second Son or Infamous 2? No, Infamous 2. Then in Second okay. Son, you follow another character whose name escapes me at the moment. I'm not surprised. He, he wasn't that, like, rememberable. I have the game. I played it and I went, oh. I haven't played through it. I own it, but I haven't played through it. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting I have it. But, uh, yeah, there's... Um, Infamous, Infamous 2, Infamous... Second Son, no, which you followed this other person. Second Son. And then there's First yep. Light, which was a standalone DLC. It really was basically a shorter mission where you played as one of the side characters from Second Son and kind of her prologue story from how she got, I believe, how she got out of prison and ended up and her prologue story that led into the main game. Yeah, you missed out on Infamous Festival Blood. I didn't even know that game existed. It That's is news to me. If it's, uh, Festival of Blood is what if, or Infamous Two Festival of Blood is what if Cole was a vampire? Oh, so what's a what if story? Story set aside from canon aspect of the Infamous series, being a spoof told by the main protagonist's friend Zeke Dunbar, and follows the huh. story of Cole Grandul's transformation to a vampire. I have it on my PS3. I have infamous first light. That's interesting. Delson Rowe. Delson Rowe. That's the name of the ca- the main character from the other one. Even though, like, from Second Son. I'm trying to remember what he even looks like. It's not coming to me at all. No. I I, I remember a beanie, and I. F- think he had a sort of indian appearance to him like native indian oh i gotta look at this now uh in is it infamous or infamous infamous they're dead infamous yeah infamous second son let's have a look at him yeah also i was right about the beanie uh, the shit what's oh, the uh, infamous one you that's called where you play as like the native american guy who has concrete powers that is, I think, in that second son. Yeah, that's. Oh, I've also played that. So one he's not Native American. He just looks retarded. Oh no, he does. <laughs> he does have some kind of cultural background like that. I, I can't say anything further than that because I haven't played through it. Yeah, but I, thought I know he he's was. got some kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember playing through this one here. Fuck yeah, it's the stupid one where he keeps <laughs> on taking other people's powers. For no fucking reason whatsoever. No, and then no, all of a sudden, like, a... you're up against. You can get sucked into televisions to fight this gamer guy who makes fucking video game angels appear. Well, the entire thing. Oh, I do remember that quote from it though. Like when you get the the video power, the first thing, instead of having a, like smoke could run, could do like flights and hovers, and neon could run on walls. Oh, that's then, right, his thing was smoke. No, his thing wasn't he smoke. Got his thing wasn't smoke. His thing was basically it's any conge- any other conduit he touched, he got their abilities. Yeah. Um, and he yeah, off the with first smoke. thing well, he got gained smoke in the prologue. 
yeah from the actual smoke conduit originally no but what the quote he's got when he does when he first gets videos like i said they all had the other two have like special movement ones and video can turn invisible he's like ah oh, neat i've been thinking about what i could do if i could turn invisible since i was 14 <laughs> grand he's gonna be a pervert <laughs> he's gonna hide in the gynecologist <laughs> So that Amazing. that's what pissed you off in uh, Infamous, yes, the that. fact that there was a massive plot, a massive uh, plot hole with a uh, moral dilemma system. Yeah, it just frustrated me that they forced it. That, yeah, that's that annoying, but like forced. It would be interesting if they had uh, kept that one thing through and through. It's like, oh, even if you chose the six people, you would find out, oh, your girlfriend's one of them and the other one was a fake. But no, it's like, no, bitch is dead. And like, they need to treat it, they need to treat it with a, a bit of respect like they did with a, or not respect, it's more, a little more dignity. Like, um, fuck, what's that game? Where you're a mafia guy and like, you've got like, the darkness. darkness, the darkness, that's The it. darkness, yes. Yeah. In the first game, um, they basically brutally kill your girlfriend and the game, game treats it like, you know, sort of like a plot for revenge, but at the same time, it's more of closure for the fact that your girlfriend has died and you got to now deal with it. And the then Darkness they... 2 was better than The Darkness 1. Uh, I don't like The Darkness 2 story. The, it definitely improves on the gameplay elements, but the story is... I like The Darkness 2 better than Darkness 1 because it sticks more closely to the comic books than it does... Um, That's where you know, you're wrong. Off. In the comic books, the games and both games are nothing like the comic books. Well, yeah, but like the art style is what I'm talking about. It's a lot closer to like a comic book art style. They do cell is. shading. That's it. That's no, all they do. cell shading. It is cell shaded. I'm looking at screenshots right now. It it's it resembles cell shading, but it's not cell shaded. It is pretty much cell shading. It's got like more of that Borderlands style to it. And it, like, like I, like I've looked into some of the comic stuff, and holy hell, like I just can't get into it. I was looking at it, and it's like. The guy is like a, you know, he sleeps around, fucking wise cracking motherfucker, da 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 da. And then, like, in the darkest one, he's just Jackie, you know, keeps to himself, you know, he's got a good heart. Even though he's got, like, a demonic presence inside of him, he still chooses to kind of do good, in a sense, with it. And, like, I like I liked that aspect, like, having such, like, an evil power, but using it for a better for bettering rather than the uh, evil aspect. That's so cliche. Mm. You see someone have a super, like, especially in superhero films and Jojo, you see someone who has, like, a mega fuck-off ability and they're just a bad guy. Yeah. But also putting that one out there, uh, in the Darkness comic books, uh, Jackie does go toe-to-toe with Superman. (laughs) Are they really in the same universe? And Batman. Because isn't this the same... Is I, I want to say it's the same guy who does Constantine's artwork? I think? Not I sure. Yeah, so Jackie Estacado is in the DC universe. No, Jackie! Huh. Uh, uh, piss on the porcelain! But yes, hey! yes, that was, that was what infuriated me about Infamous. And like I said, 
it made me even angrier because I really enjoyed that game. That's the worst, is when you really like a game and then the game does something stupid, like give you a destructible tank that you need to take yeah. care of for every single mission. <laughs> my favorite choice in the... Uh, I'm using favorite there in quotations, if you can't tell. My favorite choice of the infamous games was right at the end where you can make the choice that undermines everything you've been doing so far. That sounds fun. Yeah, because it was like, oh, like you've been doing good the entire game. Well, uh, here's an option that puts you all the way bad. Okay. Right at the so end of the game. So, what he's actually saying is the final choice in the game, regardless of where your karmic meter had built up, mm. um, the final choice of good and evil hard sets it to the end of whichever one you choose. That, but why would you do that, though? Two it reasons. Just undermines. All right. Two yeah. reasons. One, because realistically, if you're playing a good character there's no way you'd choose the evil choice or vice versa so i think one it was a mechanical reason to have a hard save so people could get both endings yeah i think that oh, that's so one reason you get both endings without having to play through the game yeah, without needing to replay through the whole game i think that was one reason the other reason is because the option is literally shoot your fucking friend in the head and kill him yeah, you're gonna go full evil after that. That kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but why are we shooting our friend in the head though? Uh story reasons. It's a bit. It's a bit complicated. But I think the basic gist is he stole the artifact, the race sphere or whatever it was called. Mm. That the one that caused the first explosion that gave Cole his powers, he basically stole that and tried to set it off, and he's going, no, I'm keeping this, I'm going to try and set it off and give myself powers. Like, 90% sure he sets it off and fucking dies anyway, but whatever. <laughs> I'm going to be a superhero! <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember, I'm making that one up because I actually don't remember, but that would be a logical reason of why you'd go full. And then he becomes the villain. Yeah. And that's why you gotta shoot him in the head. Shoot him in the head. Uh, so is, pop is it like that, a grape. Bobby Locker. So is that the end of your infamous Yes, that's topic? It. That's it. Well I guess that's that's it for us on the podcast. Oh mm. man, okay. Been up since fucking the crack of dawn. I don't like it. It's too much sun. No, too much sun at the crack of dawn. By crack of dawn. Dawn's in the evening, isn't it? No, that's dusk. Dusk, that's it. Crack of dawn. So, uh, what's going on on the channel? We have artwork for Pokemon. Our new Pokemon thumbnail has artwork done by a friend of the show and a personal friend of Alex's. Mm-hmm. So, very, thank you very much for getting that done for us. Why are you not letting me go onto our channel? Uh, Star Wars is... Stop playing audio. Uh, so yeah, everything. We still have Star Wars coming out. Uh, Bayonetta's got like an episode or two left. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles still coming out. And Pokemon's still coming out. And once I fix the editing issue with <laughs> Devil May Cry 5, that will be out as well. Because I, I've, I've been quite busy, so I haven't been fixing the, the editing issue, but there's been a, a desync, so I've had to convert the videos, which takes a lot of time. So, yes, that's what's coming up for that channel. You can follow us at OzPlays uh, on YouTube, where we have a uh, 
monochrome Australia mm. uh, with uh, a, a monochrome Australia gamepad and it's at Ozplays which is A-U-S space P-L-A-Y-S exclamation point everything I, I kind of want to do it like a hello Frank Walker from National <laughs> Tiles kind of thing before but, we get a cease and desist I'm going to ask oh, him he to cease and desist fucking, he can't well, he probably can us. he's been doing it for 20 years mm. yeah but like how can he how can he copyright us for like we can be like hello Kenny here from uh, Oz Plays at AUS I'm pretty sure the style space. can be copyrighted no it can't you can't copyright a style it's just not possible then why has no one else done it well everyone because no one's game enough to fucking take on the big man himself because fucking Frank Walker Frank Walk will come to your house and burn down your kids <laughs> he's got a he's got a reputation to fucking muster up and if, if you fuck with his reputation he burn he'll burn down your kids <laughs> yeah your your incredibly tall kids they're not that so yeah anyway yeah. let's finish up there <laughs> yeah <laughs> alright we'll see you guys later catch you next time catch you.